We dedicate this episode of Did You Hear to Baby Storytime. Stories read by babies? No. Baby Storytime is for babies. In today's episode, Ashley Fick, Diane Hayner, and Amanda Wallmeyer visit with Dave Carson about our Refugees in Our Community event. Then, Megan and Greg recommend dark psychological fiction. Welcome to another edition of the Did You Hear podcast, the official library podcast of the Johnson County Library, where we talk about what we recommend and also what's happening. And one event that we have is a follow-up event to In Memory of Six Million, and this event is called Refugees in Our Community, and it takes place Tuesday, May the 7th, 6.30 to 8 p.m. at the Central Resource Library in the Carmack Community Room. And to talk about it, I have some guests. Diane Hayner. I'm an information specialist at the Corinth Library. Ashley Fick, Civic Engagement Librarian. I'm Amanda Wallmeyer. I'm the local history librarian. So this is a follow-up event. How, how did this come to be? So last year, at the end of In Memory of Six Million, we invited Jewish Vocational Services to come and speak to the current refugee situation in the world and give a little bit more information. We really realized from that it could be a whole other program. People were really hungry for that information, that knowledge, to know more about refugees in the immediate Kansas City area as well. So this is a way to relate the In Memory of Six Million uh, to our modern society. Obviously, Holocaust education is extremely important, and uh, we highly encourage everyone to attend uh, In Memory of Six Million. And also then, this Refugees in Our Community connects kind of similar problems and similar issues in our modern day society into things we are currently experiencing. Interesting. So. The In Memory of Six Million event, we had a guest presenter. And what is in store for folks that are going to be attending this event, refugees in our community? So we'll have a guest presenter from KC for Refugees. They're going to give an overview of how somebody becomes a refugee, what that process then looks like. It's a multi-step process. And then what it's like for a brand new refugee in Kansas City. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have a refugee speak as well to their personal experience and their personal story. So why do you think this is an important topic for the library? Well, we are just right now in the theme of breaking free, of all different kinds of breaking free. And part of being a refugee is breaking free from your old situation, having a chance at a new life. Um, So it kind of fit in with that theme as well as fitting in with the theme of In Memory of Six Million. Um, And I would would think that, uh, you know, along with breaking free, it's it's stretching yourself and stepping out of what your comfort zone is and what you already know and and growing and learning some... uh, experiences and walking in the shoes of others. I think maybe not everyone is aware that we do have refugees in Kansas City. So it's also a way to educate people about what's happening in their own, you know, city. And this is such a hot topic right now. And there's a lot of misinformation about there. And the library's role is really about getting current, correct information to the community. And this is one of the ways we can do that. Uh, That's interesting. That leads into one of my questions that I had. What library resources would you recommend to increase your understanding that maybe people could read before they come to the event or or they could follow up with uh, after the event? You can always search our catalog for uh, refugee stories. We have a lot of nonfiction books surrounding uh, the refugee experience, uh, not only in our own community, but just in America in general. Um, 
There's also, if you're interested in more legalese type things, we have e-resources such as the Law Depot uh, that you can look up kind of the regulations and rules and laws surrounding this issue. So this is the very first time you're doing this event, right? Uh, um, what does success look like for, for you for this event? Well, since it's the first one of this kind, it's hard to say. I mean, the Carmack Room holds 150 people. I, I or more. Or more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, it's really hard to say since we haven't had this before. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. With any library program, we're happy if anyone shows up and benefits from the information we have. Absolutely. Well, once again, that is refugees in our community. Tuesday, May the 7th, 6.30 to 8 p.m. at the Central Resource Library, Carmack Community Room. We hope to see you there. What's baby story time? Well, it's a lap set story time of songs, rhymes, and movements for babies. Introduce your little one to sounds and rhythms of the spoken word and give them a head start on language learning. It's designed for birth to 18 months and a caregiver. For locations, dates, and time, go to jocolibrary.org slash events and click on story times. Thanks. Welcome back to the Did You Hear podcast, the official podcast of the Johnson County Library. All the other podcasts about the Johnson County Library are fake. Yes. Fake podcasts. Okay. This is the real one. Be careful out there, kids. (laughs) This is the one where you get to know what's happening and more importantly, or as importantly, what we recommend. And what we recommend today is dark psychological fiction. And to kick us off is Greg Windsor. Greg, you have a guest. Hi, Dave. How's it going? It's going well, but who's your guest? I do have a guest. Miss Megan, hello. Hello. Can you tell us uh, who you are and what do you do at the library? Yes, I am an information specialist here at the Central Resource Branch. Um, I work on the Reader's Advisory Committee. Yes. So I do a little bit of that. I do a little bit of uh, displays and mm-hmm. lots of other good stuff here. And can you tell me, since you are, uh, you work at the library and you're surrounded by all these books, oh. what, tell me about something that you're, you've really been excited or shall I say obsessed with recently. So as an avid mystery reader, I am a big fan of the um, kind of the sociopath point of view. Okay. Um, It's really taken off recently, become more popular since um, Gillian Flynn's Gone Girl, Mm -hmm. of course. Um, And I I think that as with any trend like that, um, it can kind of saturate the genre. Sure. But I also think that at the same time, that is the time when authors really start to play with some of the tropes and they can come up with some unexpected hits um, and some really unique characters. So a good example of that and one of my current obsessions is the TV show Killing Eve. Yes, which, yes. which recently began its second season. Yes. Right? Yeah, this yes. is through the, the BBC mm-hmm. you know, network. Yep. Yep. Tell us, what is, the, what is it Killing Eve about? So Killing Eve is about um, a, a sociopath, a, an assassin named Villanelle, and she basically travels the world killing people for a secret organization um, that we're beginning to learn more about. Um, She is tracked 
um, by an agent uh, played by Sandra Oh. Who recently won uh, awards for her her performance. Um, And what starts is kind of like this little cat and mouse game becomes a lot more personal as both of these main characters kind of develop an obsession about each other. And they just, they, they can't stop thinking about each other and it's really driving them. So, and it, it kind of hits like a little bit of a cliffhanger at the end of, of season one sure. and it's picked right up in season two. Okay. It's but amazing. So that, that interplay between kind of a normal person doing their job mm-hmm. and this sociopath who is, you know, doing international assassinations for this mysterious yeah. organization, but she still recognizes something in the Eve person that kind of draws them to each other they have similar characteristics and i really feel like it's kind of pulling them together they Uh recognize something in each other okay yeah that also reminds me of another uh show uh you that uh, was originally on lifetime and then jumped to netflix and became a a phenomenon about a about a bookstore owner Mm -hmm. who became obsessed with one of the customers of the store and he insinuates himself into her life and he likewise is a sociopath even though he's not an international assassin like the killing lady right but he still has that quality of of uh of not of kind of not kind of throwing aside all the rules to get what he wants Mm -hmm. out of out of life now can you now these are dark characters what about them attracts people what why do people make these shows and write these books that feature these types of characters if i ever ran across somebody like that at the grocery store or at the gym i would want absolutely nothing to do with them but i love reading and watching them on tv so what is it i think they're fascinating there's something about certain traits um that sociopaths or psychopaths have Mm -hmm. that i think people are almost drawn to Mm -hmm. not necessarily the lack of empathy or the lack of remorse but the idea that they do things and they don't care about the consequences they don't care what people think and i think that kind of that's kind of alluring in a way yeah because a lot of people yeah because we go throughout our lives and make a thousand little tiny decisions Mm -hmm. a day we're constantly filtering ourselves yeah we're constantly filtering ourselves we're constantly you know do i take the last donut you know do i take the parking space when that older lady is is wanting it to you know and you don't even think about it you do it but then you have these characters who have no compunctions whatsoever and that contrasts the the rules that we all play by Mm mm-hmm yeah, yeah. So I think that's a big draw. I, I myself, I'm kind of obsessed with the self-aware sociopath. Okay. And I feel like in Killing Eve, um, the character Villanelle, she has that. Like, she's aware that she's different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love the scenes in the show where she um, she knows she's not getting the reaction she's supposed to from mm-hmm. the people around her. She knows she's doing something that might not be deemed normal but she doesn't know why so she keeps trying different things different personas different stories to try and get the reaction that she wants um and i love those little scenes like the opening scene in the show where she's sitting in this ice cream shop and she's watching the people around her and how they interact with this little girl and they're all smiling at one another and laughing um and you can tell that she has no idea why they're doing that but she really wants to participate. She wants to get that same reaction. Sure. So she tries it. She smiles at the little girl and she gets that reaction. And you can tell that she's pleased, like she learned how to manipulate the situation. 
and then she walks out and dumps the ice cream in the little girl's All lap. The little girl. Yes, no. it's like the perfect character intro. So that tells that. you a lot about a yes. lot about that character right there. So you say this this uh, this um, the show takes you inside the the mind of, of this type of uh, of person. Are there any books or other media yes. out there that that kind of give you that same experience? Yes. So the show Killing Eve is actually based on a series of books yes. um, by the author Luke um, Jennings. Um, so those are really good and those are a good idea to check those out especially if you're all caught up on the show and you want more Sure. Um, but one book that I just recently finished um, and I just loved it's called Jane Doe and it's by Victoria Helen Stone Mm -hmm. Um, and it brings you into the mind of a sociopath the main character Jane um, has been uh, diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder she identifies as a sociopath um, but she's not a killer so instead some of the traits that make her a sociopath also make her really successful in the financial industry ah. that lack of remorse that no empathy kind of a riff on the Brady Easton Ellis's American Psycho yes yes, yes. Uh-huh. and so she's really good at what she does she's made a lot of money um, she doesn't have a lot of people that she's close to or that she can connect with in her life but she does have one friend from college and for whatever reason, they had a connection, mm-hmm. kind of like in Killing Eve. Like the two Eve characters. and Villanelle. Yeah, yeah they, they understand each connection. other on that, on that level. Yes. Yeah. And so this has been her good friend throughout her life. And her friend uh, recently committed suicide. And so Jane goes on this single-minded quest to take down the man she sees as responsible for uh-huh. her friend's death. Sure. And she goes undercover and she uses her ability to read people really well to get close to this guy. Uh-huh. And what I really like is the book does an excellent job of showing you just how different life is for this character, how she doesn't respond to the world in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also, what I really love about it is that this guy is very manipulative. He's really the worst of the worst, but all of his, all of the ways that he tries to bring her down or crush her spirit they don't work on her sure because she's a sociopath she doesn't respond that way right and so little does he know that she's actually the one manipulating him and he doesn't see it until that's fascinating that was called jane doe who's the author on that one victoria helen stone okay great yeah I was ta- talking a little bit earlier about you, uh, the show, that was mm-hmm. also based on a book by yes. Carolyn Kepnes, uh, which is a fabulous book. Um, a book that, that's kind of along those same lines is called Our Kind of Cruelty by Araminta Hall. Mm-hmm. It is a great yes. book about, uh, about a male, uh, a point of view of the male who's a sociopath. And he's w- uh, in a relationship with a, with a female, and they play these games where you know, she will go out in a public space and flirt on flirt with an, another man, and then the main character will kind of barge in, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of, it's yeah. all this little game that they play, uh, but she eventually grows tired of it, dumps him, and moves on, leaving him behind. But he still thinks they're playing, that this is yes. just another yeah. level in their game. And he doesn't quite, can't quite... Uh, get the signals that most kind of couples or most people in regular life can can understand. Right. You know? He does not grasp. He doesn't them. get it. Yeah. He just thinks it's just another level. So he keeps pursuing her, and the the tension really mounts as he's desperate in his own mind that he's doing the right thing. He mm-hmm. thinks that he's uh, that she wants him, and he just needs to 
find the right combination of things to do to make things go back the way he wants them, and he just doesn't get it. And it's just such an enthralling, twisted uh, relationship thriller yes. that uh, that people would like. Can you tell me about another book that you might like that along those lines? Yeah, actually. Um it is a, a young adult book, okay. believe it or not, um, but it's still really, really dark. So probably for a little bit older teens, but it's I Hunt Killers okay. by Barry um, Liga. Yeah. Um, and it is about a teenage boy named Jazz who actually his father was a serial killer. Um, and he's known this from a young age. But beyond that, his father not only let him know that he was a serial killer, but he also started training him to become mm. one. Wow. Yes. So Jazz has had this training since he was a young, young child. Um, he has been constantly worried that not only is it in his genes, but he's been trained to be a psychopath. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, as he's questioning it, you can tell he has a certain level of empathy. So you know that he's not a straight sociopath. He's aware of some level. Yeah, but yeah. he's aware of it, but he also has these impulses. Sure. Because it's just been you know, Sh brainwashed almost. Yeah, Shades yeah. of uh, Dexter. You know, yes, the, uh, very much show so. That got based from a book series exactly. and move on to. Apparently, uh, Hollywood needs to invest more uh, in looking for books written by written about serial killers yes. to make into movies and TV shows. Um, <laughs> another one that uh, came out, have you read uh, My Sister, the Serial Killer? Not yet. Oh. oh, it's on my list. Yeah, it's yes. by, the author's name is Braithwaite, and it takes place in, in Nigeria where these two kind of sisters, one who's a the older sister who's a kind of a responsible nurse and the younger one who's more beautiful and more flighty, and she kind of burns through boyfriends and sadly they they sometimes end up dead and um and but he but she has a responsibility the older one has a responsibility for kind of taking care of the younger one and uh, to kind of clean up the messes the younger one makes and mm -hmm. so um the older one has a uh, crush uh, of this of this doctor at her work um but the younger one starts responding to that and trying oh. to compete for the attentions of this doctor sure. so that that caretaking a part of the older sister looking after the younger is kind of inverted when the sociopathic tendencies goes after a different target it's really, really well done and it's a lot it's very very uh, and it's kind of told from that different uh, point of view yes. that really enthrall enthralling that just sucks you in as a reader Love it. Would Love you it. say that, that one of the tricks in, in writing something successful in this genre is to somehow, I mean, these are horrible people. Yes. But mm -hmm. you still find some sort of way to relate to them. Like you, you empathize. And, and so I, I think about a series like Breaking Bad. You've mm -hmm. got Walter White or the mm -hmm. spinoff, you know, Better Call Saul. And, sure. Um, in both cases, uh, they do horrible things. Yes. They're despicable people. But you also really like them. So it's, it, um, and, and ultimately, you can't cheer for their, you know, ultimate su success because they are horrible you people. You exactly. kind of feel bad, but it's still compelling. I mean, right. these are still yeah. human stories. And even through the darker tones of like a, of a, of a Breaking Bad or, or a, a, a You, you still kind of feel for these characters that are still human, even though they are kind of twisted and, 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 yeah. uh, and uh, kind of bent on the inside. Yeah. And so I'm I still think a, a good writer, it's easy for, a, I think, 
for a bad writer to kind of say, oh, you know, sociopaths, killer killers, I can just do what I want. But right. a good writer will tease out that struggle, that internal struggle mm. that they have, um, that, uh, that even, the, even most of us can connect with. And show, like, some of the things that we have in common, because a lot of times they want what we all want. They, yeah, they want, want love. yeah, they want acceptance. Yes, and they want you know uh, a good job. They want to be successful. It's just how they get there is a lot more twisted mm-hmm. <laughs> than what some of us you know might accomplish. Also, our very few happy endings with these types of stories. Very, very few. Shocking. Yeah, don't look for happy endings here. Absolutely. So, in our catalog, uh, do you have a list of? Uh, books that are in, in this genre or audiobooks? Or? I believe we have a couple lists on psychological thrillers, mm-hmm. um, but the point of view of the sociopaths is actually one that I am currently working on. Excellent. Okay, yes. so coming soon. Yes, coming soon. If so you go to, if you search on the catalog, I recently did one, uh, Read Likes for the Netflix series You, about mm-hmm. it, called You're My Obsession, about yes. kind of stalkers and, and obsessives. So definitely check out those in the catalog as well. And that's what we recommend is all about. We like to have smart, intelligent, articulate librarians come and tell us what they're reading. So thank you so much. Even when it's about horrible serial killers. Horrible, horrible people. (laughs) Thank you, Dave. Thank you. For more episodes of Did You Hear, go to the Johnson County Library website, jocolibrary.org slash didyouhear.